Hello and welcome. I am Dr. Lara May, a clinical pharmacist specializing in functional medicine, as well as a certified yoga teacher and Reiki master. I run a truly integrative health coaching practice, encompassing functional medicine lab testing, yoga and meditation, and a sprinkling of Reiki energy medicine. Join me here on Light Body Radio to break through your health plateau and come into alignment with your natural vitality. Welcome to Light Body Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Lara May, and today I am bringing you another wellness illuminated segment. And we're going to be talking about cholesterol, but cholesterol from the functional medicine perspective, which I'm sure you can imagine is a little bit different from the typical Western medicine perspective. So let's just begin with the basics, and I'll keep this short and simple. But essentially, human beings cannot live without cholesterol because cholesterol is what makes up every single cell in our body. Every cell in a human being is in encapsulated, encompassed by what we call a phospholipid bilayer. But simply what that means is it's cholesterol. That's what makes up our cellular membranes. And so our body makes cholesterol every time it creates a new cell. So there's this myth out there that's been perpetuating for years and years that all the fat that we eat is what contributes to heart attacks or cardiovascular disease. And that's just simply not true. And we have many studies to show that that's not true. What we do know is true is that trans fats can contribute to heart attacks, heart disease, high cholesterol. Trans fats are very inflammatory and can contribute to these very inflammatory conditions. But what we do know also is that the just cholesterol in and of itself has been demonized incorrectly by Western medicine, by the scientific fields. And so I think it's important for us to really uncover and talk about the difference. So in order for, well, in addition to needing cholesterol for our cellular membrane, we also need it for the production of bile. And cholesterol allows vital substances in, but also helps keep harmful substances out of the cell. So being a part of that cellular membrane, in order to get in, you have to be able to get through that that's, um, cell membrane which is made up of cholesterol. Cholesterol is also a precursor to many of our hormones, which are vital for us feeling good, feeling happy, and feeling healthy. Testosterone, estrogen, progesterone, cortisol, aldosterone, thyroid hormone, vitamin D, all of these are related to our cholesterol. How about brain health? Is brain health important to any of you out there? I know it sure is for me. And when we deprive the brain of cholesterol, then we start to have impaired cognition, mood disorders, depression, suicidal ideation. 
And if you look at the side effect profile for the statin drugs that are the first line therapy for high cholesterol in the United States and in the international guidelines, you will find that cognitive impairments and Alzheimer's are listed on the side effect profile for those drugs because unfortunately those drugs aren't specific enough to let's say target cholesterol just in your circulatory system around your heart. They target your full body system wide cholesterol. Your brain happens to be the most concentrated place for cholesterol in your body. And so you can see how this correlation of if you start depriving using the statin drugs and just depriving yourself of this cholesterol, then your brain is going to suffer. So there are six-ish about really um, underlying causes of high cholesterol. So I want to go through those real quick. The first one is metabolic dysfunction. Well, what does that mean? Really, that means hypertension, so high blood pressure, high blood sugar, so insulin resistance or type 2 diabetes, obesity being overweight. All of these things lead and uh, tend to show that you have metabolic dysfunction. So another um, of these underlying causes for high cholesterol is chronic infection like H. pylori or even latent viral infections. The third is gut dysbiosis or gut um, dysbiotic permeability, meaning your gut is allowing inflammatory things through those tight junctions into the bloodstream, therefore creating inflammation. We also call that leaky gut. Number four is actually poor thyroid function. And before statins came on the market way back in the day, doctors actually would use low-dose thyroid hormone to treat cholesterol even when the patient um, had relatively normal thyroid numbers because they knew about this correlation. The fifth cause is environmental toxins, especially heavy metals. So that's one of the reasons why with all of my patients, I test for heavy metal toxicity and heavy metal burden. And then the sixth cause would be genetic or that familial um, hypercholesterolemia. So as you can see, none of those reasons had anything to do, except for the first one, metabolic dysfunction, of how much fat you're eating. Take note of that. So another big question I get is, well, you know, my doctor says I have high cholesterol and they're telling me to eat a low fat meal or diet or lifestyle. But now you're telling me that, you know, um, to eat fat, to eat healthy fats. Well, how do I know what's a healthy fat and what's an unhealthy fat? So essentially, any unhealthy fat is a trans fat or a seed oil. Those are super inflammatory. And those have been shown to increase your risk for cardiovascular events and metabolic dysfunction. However, just because a fat is saturated does not mean that it's bad for you. So omega-3 fats are really good for you olive oil, avocado oil, coconut oil, ghee, all of those types of fats are 
healthy in the terms of they decrease inflammation, they provide your body with the tools that it needs to make those healthy cells, and they do not contribute to your quote-unquote cholesterol numbers. So the main thing that we know today from the from, you know, all of the things that have been studied and researched is that dietary sugar is really one of the leading causes and contrib contributors to high cholesterol. So I really want you to take a long, hard look at what you eat on a daily basis. How many carbs are you having daily? How much sugar are you eating daily? And I want you to remember that all carbs break down to glucose in the body eventually. So I don't care if it's a simple carb or a complex carb. If it's a carb, it's being broken down into glucose or it's being stored as fat. So let's just don't judge, but let's get honest. Let's get real and let's take a look because you can't change something that you aren't aware of. So in order to be aware, to be knowledgeable, we have to know our numbers. And just like in finance, you need to know your numbers. In business, you need to know your numbers. You also need to number know your numbers with your health if you your goal is to make changes because it helps you gauge your progress. So again, this is not a reason for you to beat up on yourself or judge yourself. It's just an avenue of awareness. So again, it's not the fact that you're eating fat that's bad. It's the type of fat. So cut out trans fats, cut out refined vegetable oils, plug in omegas, plug in fats found in nuts, olive oil, fish, again, ghee, coconut oil, those are all really good. And they're very anti-inflammatory. Stay away from sugar, stay away from added sugar, stay away from high fructose corn syrup. And if you can, try, if your physician is taking you down the road of going on statins, I would say that that's your warning sign. That's sort of like the shot over the bow. That's your chance to really buckle down, clean up your diet, clean up your lifestyle, decrease your stress, and show your doctor that you don't need to be on a statin because you have the power to take these numbers into your own hands and reverse them because it is within your power and I know you can do it. And, um, you know, functional medicine practitioners out there like myself are there to help you do it. So don't be afraid to reach out, ask for help, ask for guidance. That's what we're here for. That's what we love to do. And just one more thing about this. Uh, we talked about the underlying causes a little bit. I've talked a lot about the different types of fat, but let's talk about the testing. And so there's also a reason we have, there's a difference in how Western medicine physician will approach high cholesterol versus a functional medicine practitioner. So when a Western medicine practitioner looks at your cholesterol panel, they look at your LDL, your HDL, your total cholesterol, and your triglycerides. Those are the basics. But those are a very superficial look at a very complicated issue. And again, from the research that's been done, we know that the, the, the marker that is the most predictive 
for cardiovascular events is actually lipoprotein A. So I encourage all of you out there that if your doctor is going to suggest a lipid panel, ask them to also throw on a lipoprotein A. If they tell you that they can't or they don't know what that is, then find a functional medicine practitioner that will do it for you because it's available. They should know what it is, but we'll forgive them if they don't because a lot of physicians are just not trained for these deeper, more complex markers. So an advanced lipid panel will include an ApoB, which is the apolipoprotein B, a LPL, which is the apolipoprotein A, a oxidized LDL, which measures the oxidative protein damage of the ApoB subunit. So this, again, is showing you how much oxidation is there that is, pro that is contributing to vascular inflammation and possible cardiovascular disease. And then there's other inflammatory markers that are included in a lot of these more complex lipid panels. The CRP, which is a really great marker for um, inflammation. Uh, there's also um, the Boston Heart actually includes something they call the HDL map. And then also cholesterol balance tests. So all of these, and then also too, really, we should be looking at your HbA1c, which is your average blood glucose number over three months. We want to see a CMP, which is your comprehensive metabolic panel. We want to see your fasting insulin, not necessarily your fasting glucose, but your fasting insulin, and then also a thyroid panel, because as we talked about before, uh, you know, there is a connection between your thyroid function and cardiovascular health. So that's just a little bit about the difference between the two approaches, why they're important, why, you know, Western medicine does the best that they can with the tools that they're given, but because of how education is bought and paid for by the drug companies and big farm and big food in this country, it doesn't go as deep as it should. And it doesn't look at all the science and all the information out there. It is actually a very narrow spectrum of information and education. And that's one of the reasons I got into functional medicine myself is because as a pharmacist, I was obviously trained in the Western medicine model. But as I struggled through my own health crises, I also started to learn about all of these things at a deeper level and was thinking, well, why wasn't I taught this in school? And this science has been around for decades and decades. Why aren't they bringing it into the forefront? So uh, I, you know, went and got an extra certificate in functional medicine and learned about all of these amazing things and learned about not only like deeper how our body functions, but how our body heals itself and how it works through imbalance and disease and creates homeostasis again. So. I think that's long enough for me chatting today. Thank you for tuning in to this Wellness Illuminated episode. If you liked this one, let me know in comments and reviews. If you want something different, please also let me know. I'm also I'm here to help you. So if you have questions, please reach out. Let me know. You can message me on Facebook. You can um, send me an email directly at laramay at drlaramay.com. And also, too, I want to start, you know, bringing you live 
coaching examples through these wellness illuminated segments too. So if you would like to be coached live on air, then definitely reach out, let me know, let me know what your question is, and we will set up a time to meet and I'll take you through a 20 to 30 minute coaching session. And then we will post that as an episode here, not only so you can get some free help, but then also everyone too can see how health coaching works, how I operate as a functional medicine health coach, and um, just start spreading the understanding and the knowledge and really helping people take control of their health. Because like I always say, you are your own best healer. I am a guide in what I do. I give you education. I give you tools. I can do lab testing. I can create food plans and grocery lists and supplement protocols and all these things. But when it really comes down to it, you are your own best healer. You are the one doing the work for yourself. You are the one really taking that motivation to the next level to create that change, to create that wellness in your life. And I want to celebrate and congratulate you for that. So thank you for tuning in. Again, if you want to reach out to me, you can go to my website, drlaramay.com. There's a place where you can fill out a little contact form if you want to be on the show, if you want to submit a question or even a topic that you want me to cover. You can throw all that in there. And I appreciate you all. And I look forward to hearing from you and seeing you on the next episode.